What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, the architect, accompanied by Dan, the madman. How's it going, Dan? It's going. It is going. In this episode, Eslam, mm-hmm. in this episode right here, the one I'm pointing at? Yeah. It's, I'm actually pointing at my knee. <laughs> we talk about just different news stories, the TV shows, movies, what's happening and everything. Yes. We also talk about what's in the running for Game of the Year 2020. And oh, Yes. Some answers might surprise you. And we're going to talk about the big one. Does E3 need to come back, or should we just try this again next year? What's going on now? So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in your goddamn ears. Music. You are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. Yeah, so what's going to be competing against The Last of Us Part 2 for Game of the Year this year? For this year, it's going to have to be um, already blanking. That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to have to be Cyberpunk if it's uh, if it's before the cutoff date, Jeff Keighley's date for uh, his Game Awards thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. It, see, that's how I feel about this game. I didn't even think of it. Yo, you're crazy, <laughs> man. Um, I don't know if Persona 5 Royal is going to qualify because it's sort of... Uh, uh, it's like a remake, right? Or like a remaster? Yeah, it's it's a remake. No, it's a remaster. You're right. But um, it's but it's it really did a lot to change yeah. the original base game. That's why it's like... It, normally, I would say no, but... With this one in particular, it's kind of iffy. Um, between that, what else came out this year? Oh, the big one, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if it wins it, Animal Crossing. Oh, really? Yeah. I could see Animal Crossing uh, winning Game of the Year for sure. Think about how impactful that game was to the world. Not gamers, to the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if if that's not at least nominated or in contention, I'd be surprised. If, for somebody who doesn't have any interest in that game, I'd be upset if that wasn't considered. I mean, I get what you're saying because, like, a lot of non-gamers, like, bought that game because it's kind of like those um, those other games that kind of, like, got famous on Facebook and shit, like those mm-hmm. farming games and stuff. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. I feel like that's kind of, like, in that territory. Well, this is I I it's one step above that. This is this is in the same vein as a uh <clears throat> think about games that change the world. You got Fortnite. Okay. Um this one obviously, uh Animal Crossing, and I'd say Minecraft. Minecraft, people sleep on Minecraft all the time. That game still talked about to this day. It came out forever ago. It's huge. Um so like those are three games that I feel like are in that <clears throat> category and Rocket League is pretty close. What's that? What's that award they give to like actors and shit or like musicians? 
that's like the like the generation award or some shit like that i don't know i don't know i feel like i hope it's called the samuel jackson award i don't know why (laughs) but it's just it's just it's it's the wallet from pulp fiction (laughs) (laughs) bad motherfucker i like that that would be an awesome fucking award who wouldn't want that award it just that wallet like gold plated (laughs) yeah like on a pedestal yeah you get it It's, it's just bad motherfucker yeah and then like that's what it's called no that's what it's called the bad motherfucker award yes (laughs) yes i like that (laughs) that should be what the lwg there we go we we remember we were doing different award things yeah yeah when we were trying to come up with different names for awards that's on the list now the bad motherfucker award yeah we have to determine exactly what that means but it's gonna be an award (laughs) (laughs) so these games would be the bad motherfucker awards like nominees i, w- right? I would for, say so for changing and then well each one has like its own category but they did change um they transcended gaming yes that that's i feel like that's the best way to put it um yeah it's i don't know man it's uh, uh animal crossing i haven't played it my girl loves it mm-hmm. she played it for like hours non-stop when she bought it she had like she had bought a house like she was paying the mortgage off she's like i got another house i was like damn that game's too real man I bro can't, it's ridiculous i, can't, I, can't I was like Holy, i was like can you get some of that in real life like she was like i wish i had the same amount in my bank account that i do have in animal crossing yeah i'm telling you man and then people watch the stock market to figure out how many uh what the turnip prices are for that day and it's 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 insane it's insane animal crossing <laughs> i mean you know i'm I'm happy for them you know yeah <laughs> I'm good happy for, them. for them and they're gonna do like dlcs and shit like that i'm sure oh, they're gonna i get ready right now people aren't talking about it as much as they were mm-hmm. get ready halloween time comes around Ooh, it's gonna go all out there yeah. there's gonna be halloween season events and especially uh with the fact that everybody already owns the game right yeah we're still in uh, quarantine. People shouldn't go out uh, taking oh, their kids trick or treat in there. You trick or treat within the game. Oh, I, I'm predicting that that's going to happen. Oh, that's a good prediction. I, <laughs> I agree. I think they're going to do that. They're going to do a lot with pumpkins. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of that. You know, going to be farming pumpkins in there. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, that game is going to give people um, their like an escape from. It's going to be like kind of like a a sims escape mm-hmm. from quarantine i mean that's what it was that's why it yeah. was so successful because that's exactly what it did the, it, listen man here put on your tinfoil hats kids mm-hmm. animal crossings created corona <laughs> god <laughs> it was nintendo this whole time <laughs> it was nintendo they blamed it on china oh, man. and it was all their big plans so they can have animal crossing be nintendo- that famous you think Nintendo's dumb, but then you put a piano in front of him, it turns into Mozart. You know Yo, what I'm saying? It's, Nintendo's gonna <laughs> it's <a> Nintendo. It's <laughs> fucking evil genius. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Welcome to the Little Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, aka Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan the Madman. How you doing, Dan? How's it going, Eslam? How's, How's it going? No going? special guest today. Fuck Rusty. Uh, <laughs> That reminds me. Rudy was texting me before, and I forgot to look at my phone. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, we love you, Rusty. Um, 
Yeah, we're it's just me and Dan this week. Uh, no major news. Uh, well, not news, but no major like gaming things happening. Uh, we we look forward to next week. Um, PlayStation supposed to have an event early August, which was rumored to be on the sixth, which is next Thursday. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. See what more they release. I'm wondering. Do you think if they do have it, do you think they're gonna release pricing? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Everybody and their mother thought that they would have given that information out by now. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know, Islam. What At is this point, benefit? I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, hey, you know what? There is no PlayStation 5. We lied. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay, so there's two things I want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the benefit of them holding out for pricing that much? for this long right mm-hmm. because i i mean whether they the, i think we talked we touched uh, on this subject like in one of our past episodes with rusty it's like telling people now lets them able to save right yeah. and then you were like people and people who already know that they're gonna get it are already saving right mm-hmm. so it's just like i don't get like this psychological war that they're having or at least they're just having it with xbox but it, I don't. I don't see. Just tell people what it is, and yeah. let's move forward, right? I th- and I this, mean, before yeah. I forget the second question, yeah, so we can it. get back to it. The second question is: I saw uh, an article. Uh, I'm not sure if it's real or not, but rumor has it that those white panels on the PS5 are removable. I highly doubt that. So if yeah. if they because they showed pictures of them and shit and yeah. maybe it was just someone assembling one or whatever. Yeah. But if if they are removable, that would mean that you can like customize it, which would be yeah. interesting. But let's go to the pricing thing real quick. Um. So just to reiterate, your question was why aren't they just releasing? Yeah. The what price? is what is the what benefits them? Um, I think, I think because like you, you hit it on the head. I, I can't help but think the whole they're they and PlayStation, I mean, they and Xbox are playing chicken, seeing, uh, who wants to say, uh, who wants to release it first. But at the same time, I feel like if you look at the way everything's been in 2020 and you can't do anything without having a large group of people be upset. Uh, so I feel like they know it's going to be expensive and they're trying to figure out the best way to break it to people. <laughs> exactly. Because it's going to happen. And then you're going to have a bunch of people say, oh, I'm not paying this much for a brand new console when I could just continue playing games on my Xbox One. And uh, I no, I could be playing brand new games on my Xbox One. Like that's an argument that yeah. that could be made. Um, and I feel like that's one thing where it's like they're going to have to come out with something. Maybe they're still trying to work out some... Uh, some type of system. Maybe they're going to try to have some type of an answer for Game Pass with their PlayStation um, now. Mm-hmm. So they're just waiting to drop that. So, I mean, how good would it be if they're just like, okay, this thing costs, I'll go crazy. Let's say 700 I doubt it's going to be that high, but let's say it costs $700. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's very expensive. And we know that you want to buy our games, but at the same time, here's PlayStation Now. We're bringing it back from the PS4, but that's only going to cost, let's say, 10 bucks a month. Yeah. So you have a bunch of games on PlayStation Now on this very expensive console. So maybe they're trying to do something like that, where they're trying to figure out something within the software to soften that blow for the price as well. If they do that, mm-hmm. they're gonna, 
it's going to be the nail in Xbox's coffin. Because that's what that's all Xbox is like really focusing exactly. on. Exactly. So and if, then, if PlayStation's like, oh yeah, we got that too. If like they already have it, just not as good. Yeah. If PlayStation does it, mm-hmm. and they bring it up to even a level that's like say seventy percent of what Xbox has it, mm-hmm. and and just with their exclusives alone, mm-hmm. they would destroy mm-hmm. Xbox. It, it would be not even a fight. Xbox becomes the equivalent to um, Nintendo Switch. And that's something... I, I'm going to get off track a little bit here, but like we were talking last week with Rusty about the um, Xbox uh, showcase, right? And uh, who was it for? This, that, the other. We didn't really enjoy it. We saw a few things that we liked, but overall we thought it wasn't that great of a presentation. Yeah. I was listening to a few different uh, podcasts and different things over the week. Uh, mostly Xbox fans. A lot of them walked away very happy. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, "All right, that I get it. We're we're not the Xbox guys, so we're not necessarily going to be all that ecstatic about their shows." But um, I guess there was an audience that was looking forward to what was shown. Um, there were also a lot of people that didn't like it. But I think what's happening is, um, like you said, Nintendo, right? They're kind of always been on their own thing. It yeah. looks like, and it's always been Xbox and PlayStation has been competing with each other. <clears throat> it looks like Xbox is kind of just calling a truce. Like with what they showed last week, it's yeah. like the more I look at it, I was like, you know what? I think they're trying because there's always been the the Xbox PlayStation war, and then Nintendo is like, we're just doing our own thing. I think Xbox is creating their own branch, and they're just like PlayStation's focusing on your AAA like awesome games. Nintendo's doing their little smaller stuff, but they could come out with a break hit and every once the in medium. a blue moon. Exactly. And play, and Xbox is just like, we're we're the whole, you buy everything you want with us. You want to play all your third-party so, stuff that's not exclusive, you play it on the best machine there is, the Xbox Series X. So so PlayStation becomes your serious gamers, your AAA I, games. I would say your quality your quality games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your AAA games, your, your Naughty Dog, your... Um, all these super fantastic titles. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's a hundred percent nostalgia, right? Eh, not, eh. A, I mean, mostly because there's not a lot of not a lot of new IPs, right? It's just like Zelda's coming back. They're just re reinventing what they it, have. It, it depends. It depends. I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but it's it. There's more than nostalgia than to Nintendo for sure. Well, yes, but. <clears throat> It's, like, it's. I'd say nostalgia is a, a solid fifty percent. Not. I mean, I'll, I'll give you fifty. But they don't have any new IPs. <laughs> what de- I mean, so, so they're just like reimagining and reinventing their current IPs, right? Yeah, so but it's like, have, have you tried the Fire Emblem games? No, I have not. Okay, that's that's like one of their major series going forward. Shin Megami Tensei is coming out for it, which they announced, which is going to be huge. Um, but were those games on other consoles before the Switch? I believe they <clears throat> they might have been, but they still have um, the one game. I always forget what it's called. It's this weird one where um, Astral Chain, brand new IP, just released. I think a, a year ago, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a hit. So it's like they they do they come out with new IPs quite a bit. That's why I say but, like fifty percent is their, nostalgia. Their biggest titles are still their nostalgic titles, right? Their their Mario Odyssey. Their... Not not always. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Fifty <laughs> okay. percent. I, I I don't know. I'm just gonna keep to my argument because it makes that's, sense. That's to fine. Me. That's fine. Um, 
that's what I see at yeah. least. So and and then again, you guys know I'm not the biggest gamer. So um, what I've seen from Nintendo is their like their Mario Odyssey. Their mm-hmm. uh, what was the other one? The fighting game. The uh, Smash Super yeah, Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. You got you had your Zelda, um, and a bunch of other games like Luigi's um, Mansion Luigi's Three. Mansion, yeah. Uh, so, so it's just like Pokemon, Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you're getting all these games that you know that are tied to the name Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And then yes, there, there is new stuff, but it's, to me, it's like, it's not, I don't see it in their forefront as much as their other stuff. And, yeah, and and that's that's Nintendo's fault. Yeah, yeah, and that's they, they, fine. Yeah, yeah because yeah. again, they're they're playing on the nostalgia. They're like, people know these titles. Let's get yeah. them in with these titles, and then they can explore the other ones. Yeah, right. Um, and then like like we said before, PlayStation is you know for the top tier gamers, the 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 gamers who want like these beautiful story like amazing games. And yeah. then I mean you're going to have PC gamers come try to fight you right now but no I agree with you 100%. Um but we're talking about consoles right no, I we're know. not yeah, talking yeah. about PC gaming like I know. we're yeah. I know and then you have so so maybe PlayStation like jumps up a level and starts trying to take on PC right? <laughs> Ironically that's what Xbox is doing. Yeah. Uh yeah. it is right because it's yeah. it, so Xbox's Game Pass is kind of like Steam. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and um, you could play all those Game Pass games on your PC because yeah, because P- Game Pass Microsoft. is available on PC. Yeah, because it's Microsoft, that's what yeah right? yeah their biggest thing they are they are mostly competing with PC. So maybe they're like, okay, we can't really compete with PlayStation. We've tried for the past couple of years. We haven't mm-hmm. been successful. We made this console that looks like a computer tower. And now we're just gonna compete with PC. Yeah. <laughs> and like Game Pass is gonna compete with like Steam. And we're going to be giving out these bunch of games for free with the subscription. And, yeah, I, I, can, you, I think you're right. I think Xbox is, like, starting to carve out this new, yeah, um, like, branch of gaming for themselves yeah. like Nintendo did. And whether that's going to be successful. And then if you want, go back to our previous conversation from the last episode. How does that affect the quality of games, right? Mm-hmm. like we talked about last time <clears throat> so it's going to be interesting to see the how things evolve going forward yeah um like i said i i, I hope they succeed doing whatever they're trying to do <laughs> um but yeah, again I, I, so yeah. like it's, we never want anybody to fail because yeah. the more success and the more competition like we keep saying is yeah. is beneficial to us because then we have um choice right yeah so yeah, like I said, uh, with with Xbox doing what they're doing, like their main focus is Game Pass, and then I get it. You 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 lure people in with Game Pass, and then you're just like, hey, and then check out our exclusive stuff while you're here. Yeah, you might like, like what hey, you see. Listen, man, I'm still paying for Game Pass and mm-hmm. Ultimate, fifteen bucks a Great month deal. subscription. Great deal. And I haven't touched my Xbox in like a month since I yeah. got the PS4, and I've been playing those titles. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a while before I jump back on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna keep it. I'm not gonna cancel it now and then redo it later, right? Uh, I, I I'm all for that. I've I've done that multiple times. No, I now. understand, but yeah. it's it's too much of a hassle for me. Like I'm not gonna do that. No, that's alright. Like it's just like it's 15 bucks a month. Yeah, it's like fuck it. You just take it. 
Yeah. I want to be able to jump on at any time without having to go on my computer and uh, have to sign up again just so I can go on Game Pass and look at... Uh, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to... It's so much easier than that. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm making it harder in my mind. <laughs> and Xbox has succeeded in taking my money. All right. I feel like the Xbox it. didn't necessarily try. I feel like you kind of just beat yourself in that situation. <laughs> Xbox is like, all right, we'll take it. Nah, listen, they could have it. It's 15 bucks a month. All right. Like that's that's the that's the price of one day's lunch. Oh. Like if you're eating out. I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you're eating out. Yeah. That's the price of one day's lunch. Yeah. So it's just like a one day's lunch a month going to Xbox for all these games yeah that i'm not gonna play i mean yeah but it's like <laughs> it's like well, at the same time i might rather have that sandwich yeah <laughs> but it's just it's just like you're it's one sandwich less a month i stand by that sandwich <laughs> <laughs> oh man like, all right let's get into yeah. some quick news before we move forward um well, what was your second question again i don't know if we ever answered it oh yeah you're right we never it's a good <laughs> thing i asked it so yeah. you could remember the um, the white panels okay yeah, being yeah, yeah. removable um all right well like i said i i, I definitely don't think that's true but mm-hmm. if it is um Personally, I don't think I would care, but you know people love customizing their stuff. Yeah. So if that is true, that would be really cool for people, actually. I think if that's the case, Mm -hmm. like having such a high price point at $700. Well, I mean, it's that was just the number I threw out No, I understand. Because we're saying the most extreme, right? Yeah. If that's the case, I I feel like they would just... Go higher than that, probably. But yeah. um, I, I I think they would keep it at 500 Right, five or six hundred, mm-hmm. and then you can switch out your panels or uh, for like sixty bucks, like the price of a game, and then you yeah. get different ones. Like let's say, so instead of buying a whole new like Spider-Man console, mm-hmm. you can just buy the Spider-Man panels. Yeah, right, and then you can switch them out to whichever game you're playing. I can see a shit ton of people doing that. I can see people. I can see them making a bundle of, hey, buy the game, and then you get mm-hmm. these panels with them. Yeah, absolutely. You're 100% right about you that. You know what I mean? Um, it yeah, it that, would be and, like, and people, and people would love do it. it. Yeah, people yeah, would do people that People would sure. love it. Uh, it's <clears> funny, because the way I look at it is uh, on the PS4 uh, currently, where you can change your theme. Mm-hmm. You, buy, you, buy, you buy a game, and then it comes with a theme sometimes. Nice. And uh, I could see that happening, the same exact thing, except you get a theme, and you get these panels. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like that would be pretty cool. Like, I, right now, I'm, I currently have the Ghost of Tsushima theme rocking. Before that, I had the Last of Us 2 theme, because it's nice. like, I, I, have, I get... I don't even, I don't have a, the Ghost of Tsushima theme. How do I get that? Because I... You should I, have it. I should. You, you, I don't know you, how to do it. You paid for, like, the more expensive bundle. I um, haven't downloaded the stuff yet. You got it physically, right? Yeah. Um, check in the box, or... I have uh, a code that I'm supposed to go in and Oh, use there you it. go. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be in the code. Yeah, you just okay. punch in the code into the PlayStation I just have the background of one of the screenshots i took oh, okay that's i use that as my theme but yeah um, yeah mine is uh it, it's jen holding a, a leaf or something i think i don't know i have my playstation on yeah it's uh he's you know he's holding his mask and then there's leaves floating throughout the screen because it's a dynamic theme Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah the dynamic ones are the best yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm gonna go get that shit oh uh, there's there's some really good ones out there like yeah. definitely always check out the themes always I, check out the bro, themes they're, I, they're great I, I don't know shit about the hey, you're UI. learning you're learning the playstation yeah. that's yeah, it's exactly all good. yeah um 
Yeah, so the news. Uh, so so there's this new, speaking of nostalgia, right? There's this new thing coming out called Analog Pocket. And what that is is pretty much a Game Boy Color um, shaped handheld video game console or portable console. Um, yeah, it looks exactly like the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation the Game Boy Color. And um, I'm, I'm on their website. I'll read you a little bit about what they say. It's a, it's a multi-video game system, portable, handheld, uh, digital audio workstation with a built-in synthesizer and sequencer, a tribute to portable gaming. Out-of-the-box pocket is compatible with 2780 Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, game cartridge, library. Pocket works with cartridge adapters for other handheld systems too, like Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, Atari Linux, and uh, more. Links. Huh? Links? Yeah. Yeah, Links. I said Linux. Um, so the so the other cool thing about this is it says it has a, a music um, synthesizer and sequencer. Mm-hmm. That means you could hook it up to like a, like a keyboard or your thing and add like music to it or use it as like one of those things with the buttons that you can add music to you know what i'm saying yeah so it's i like, don't see the, the the why though i i don't maybe it's because you can also they have a feature where you can create your own game for this i don't know if it's the the feature isn't on it but like you can create games for it okay um yeah make your own games for pocket uh, we partnered with GB Studio, so you can bring your game ideas to reality with zero programming knowledge needed. So it's like, hey, w- w- we're taking the idea of dreams instead of doing it digitally within a game. We're gonna bring mm-hmm. you this like, kind of like a, a Squarespace style. Not exactly, but I'm just using Squarespace as a example yeah. of like an easy way to make a website. Here's an easy way to make a game for this console, and you can make your own games and stuff. <clears throat> it's an interesting idea. Um, I I don't like we we were talking before. We don't know how successful it's going to be, um, especially with the type of shit we have now. Yeah, it, this is a hundred percent nostalgia. Like, yeah. hey, I had the Game Boy Color, loved it. I still have my cartridges, but my Game Boy doesn't work anymore. I can get this and pop in these cartridges and play Pokemon, Red, Blue, Yellow. You know what I'm saying? So, Why is your Game Boy messed up, Eslan? Yeah. Why is your Game Boy? I don't messed even up? have a Game Boy anymore. I'm just saying. Oh, you were just using it as an example. Yeah. All right, well, random person who's saying this, listening to the podcast, why is your Game Boy messed up? Because not everybody takes Take care, care of their of shit your, like Take you. care of stuff. And yeah. I, I'm not even talking about my, my Game Boy works. And not my Game Boy color. My your Game, Game Boy. Boy. Yeah, damn. The, the I, don't big, even, the I never big had gray one. brick. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I never had one. I just had the Game Boy color in green. No, I had the one where it's like it was so big, I had to, I had to like hug it. I had to use my arms <laughs> to hold it. <laughs> what did you, what did you press the buttons with? My face. <laughs> you just mashed your face into it. <laughs> I must have really sucked when someone was attacking. You were just pressing B. You should have seen me playing Tetris when it got fast. <laughs> it was rough, man. It was rough out here. Oh God. Um, live action Witcher prequel already in the works uh at netflix um i don't know it's just like get the second season out first before you <laughs> I, fucking. i don't, I don't know <laughs> it's just get this like you haven't even established the witcher as a show yet to do a prequel for it you know what i'm saying 
Like if if The Witcher was three seasons in, and then you're like, oh, we're coming out with a prequel. Like they haven't even like first of all the first season. Like a lot of people watched it, but a lot of people were confused by it because it was like it was so many different yeah. timelines happening. Yeah. That, and they didn't like have this transition piece where they kind of like eluded to a different timeline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like some shows do. Oh, like a flashback or like you know, yeah. like we're in a something past, to right? indicate that you're on a different timeline. Yeah, yeah, nothing, right? And then so many people were confused, and and at the end, you kind of realize what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Uh, so like, and they said the second season is going to be a linear story, so it's fine. But like, you establish the series first before you you create this prequel. It's like, what the fuck is like the prequel gonna do? Is is it gonna be Henry Cavill still in the prequel? Is he gonna be doing both shows at the same time? I mean, it's just gonna be Henry Cavill instead of having white hair. He's gonna have black hair. Well, no, he's always had white. He's always even had when hair. he's younger. Yeah, I oh. think it, I think it's a Witcher thing. Really? Because the other Witcher. Hey, I'm, I don't know that much about Witcher series, so I might be wrong. But oh, he's not. Right. It's not like he has that hair because he's old. Yeah, he just has that hair because he's trying to be stylish. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> he just he dies it every yeah, morning. Just. Nice, nice. So instead oh. of instead of uh, what is it? Just for men? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just for, for witchers. witchers. Yeah. 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 Just for white. Yeah. <clears throat> nice, nice. You know. Um. But yeah, people are gonna enjoy it. That's the thing. At the end of the day, people are gonna watch it. Like whenever a new show goes to Netflix, I feel like people just watch them. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's just like, hey, especially nowadays. Yeah, and and the majority of the people enjoy The Witcher. So it's just like Witcher prequel. All right, it was, they're gonna watch it. It was good. I I was confused a lot of the time. I gave up, <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. What I what I was able to make out yeah, in hindsight, <laughs> like in hindsight, when yeah. I connect the pieces together, I was like, oh, I get it. It's good. I should watch yeah. it again. But I'm just like, I don't, nah. I don't want to because it was so confusing. I maybe I saw three episodes, and I'm like, by the time I was at that third episode if that's where i went made it to i was just like nah i gave it a shot i gave it three i guess hours right it's an hour long show so so playing the hunt um since so this shows before the hunt this is yeah because the witcher three wild hunt is way ahead of this this is before the first game oh okay yeah. So, Unless yes. I'm mistaken, this is before the first Yeah, so game. so in in the Wild Hunt he's already training Siri and whatnot. This one he he was the cause of Siri, right? Um and it explains how. So it's just like I don't I don't I again I don't know the Witcher series, but it's yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see what goes further yeah because i uh, the show is supposedly based off the books not the games so okay. I, I yeah i don't i don't know my, i i've played a little bit of the first game and i've played a lot of gwent and uh witcher 3 yeah yeah i i do <laughs> so. like the uh the monsters there's a lot of thought like the griffins like there's there's a lot of thought behind like the monster and the mytho like when i was like when i was playing the wild hunt like the first thing you're hunting this griffin yeah and you have you go to like its nest you find like a, and then he kind of like s- talks about how they mate and whatnot and all yep. this shit and it's it's pretty cool it's like yeah, uh, you, you find out why the griffin's terrorizing the town it's yeah. because they killed its maid and yeah. you have to grab certain um items to lure it yeah, into yeah. a this, trap this one smelly plant i think it was buckwheat or something like that no that's a flower 
That's, <laughs> that's literally the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Buckwheat was, is hey, something man. we have on this planet. I, yeah, no, they have real planet. I mean, they have they real have real, planet. They have real planets <laughs> in The Witcher. Uh, okay, they have. By the way, is planets. it true that Pluto uh, is a planet again? Is that a thing? They keep taking it off and putting it on. I just like. Don't. I, if I was Pluto, I'd be really upset. <laughs> Dude, Pluto looks fucking beautiful. Like the the pictures that we got like a couple of years back from, um, I think it was at Voyager One, leaving the solar system. So uh, one of our one of our satellites that we sent back in like the '60s or some shit like that mm-hmm. um, looped around every planet and then finally like got to Pluto took pictures of pluto sent them back and then left our solar system so that's like the first thing to ever leave our solar system completely so it's like outside the sun's gravity now um Hmm. going away into like deep space interesting um yeah so it was very cool and the pictures that it sent was like pluto is a beautiful planet i mean it's barren but i'm just saying it's it's beautiful there was a heart on it um it was pretty cool yeah man i I don't know i i yeah, I don't know if it's a planet or not. You know, it's 2020. Let, you know what? Well, let it be a planet. If it wants to be a planet, let it be a to planet. To me, Pluto will always be a planet, right? You know? So it's just like, I don't care what they say. I, I identify Pluto as a planet. I just tried looking now. it up, and a, a, a scientist said the same thing. What? <laughs> is exactly what you're saying. It's I like, identify Pluto as a planet. It's, it's like, uh, it's always going to be a planet to me, regardless of what it what it's considered by the overall, you know, public or whatever it's like all right you know, yeah man yeah fuck fuck the public fuck the science yeah. community on pluto i love the science community but <laughs> fuck you when it comes to pluto it, pluto's a real planet leave pluto alone like yeah. god damn it hashtag leave pluto alone there it is <laughs> if you support the host wise guys podcast use that hashtag hashtag um, leave pluto alone <laughs> <laughs> yo um you want to talk a little bit about the Batman Death in the Family interactive sure sure short? Let's, let's talk about Batman Death in the Family. So uh, I, I literally just found this out right when we uh, were getting ready to uh, start recording. Um, so Batman Death in the Family, as uh, most of us know, it's an old storyline involving, um, I guess, spoilers. It happened in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Or maybe earlier than that. But um, <clears throat> Jason Todd got killed by the joker because the fans voted for him to do so and he died because the fans are horrible people and oh they uh, voted that shit in oh you didn't know that no i did not yeah so what happened was there's this one issue where joker's just beating him with a with a crowbar with a crowbar and at the very end uh at the end of the book there's these two phone numbers and it said, if you want Jason Todd to survive, call this number. If you want him to die, call this number. <laughs> and America voted for him to die. <laughs> Joker That's didn't kill Robin. Great. We did. Yo, they need to do that again. That's why it's an interactive oh, movie. I like it. Yeah. That's why I thought it's real cool. No, but they I, need to do that in a comic book storyline. And then at the end, just have like two um, like QR codes. Mm-hmm. That you, or just one QR code that you scan, you go in, and then you click yes or no, or die or not die, or mm-hmm. thumbs up or thumbs down, like fucking Caesar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. But uh, that's that's why I like the interactive aspect of this. So, um, it's I believe it's gonna be a short. Um, yeah, because I'm reading this from uh, Comic Book Resources. 
uh, article by Noah Dominguez, and uh, he's saying that there's going to be uh, Noah Sunday. No, nah, no, nah, that's that's Domingo. Oh shit! Never mind. Racist. Racist. <laughs> How is you that heard racist? it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> How's that Islam racist? Does, Islam doesn't like people of other. That's it. <laughs> he How doesn't like people of other. How's that racist? Because I'm tired and I can't think of the proper term. <laughs> no, it's that's, called that's stupid. Why. That's, that's why. not racist. That's why. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um, what's the difference? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's there true. it is. It took me a minute, but I got it. I got there. So uh, it's going to be an extended interactive short. Um, and you get to make the decision, I believe, uh, towards the end of the movie. Or I think you get to make decisions throughout it. But in the end, you ultimately get to decide if Jason Todd survives or dies. From oh, my he's, understanding. He's dying again, bro. I want to see if I could save him. Nah, fuck. I it. want to see if I could say this. It's called Death in the Family. Yep, but does it have <clears throat> to be Jason Todd? Watch it and we'll find out. And it also comes out with other shorts that came out with uh previous, you know, uh, animated movies. You're gonna have Sergeant Rock, we're gonna have uh Death Stroke and Phantom Stranger and Adam Strange. So you're gonna have uh overall that's what, five interactive movies with this one. I mean five uh short movies with this one interactive one. Nice. And it seems pretty cool. Seems, <clears throat> have you seems, seen uh, Red Sun yet? No, I haven't seen it. Me neither. Yeah. It's it's one of the ones I gotta watch. I gotta I've, get around to doing I've, it. I've caught up with Doom Patrol though. I it, still have to catch up with that. It's I, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get deep in this one. Nice. Yeah, I, I saw <sighs> the first episode maybe the first two. Oh, that's it i just have to I, god damn yeah it. I, I i have to keep going with please it, yeah. please tell me when you get to um the the name of the episode is sex patrol okay just let me know when you get to that honestly that might be i that sounds very familiar that might be the next one i have yeah, to get yeah. to. It's, i think it's the third episode or something yeah. like that please yeah. please let me know when you because that shit's you. so funny <laughs> i got you i can't oh wait oh my god um, oh, I love that show. The the, the shit that, the, the shit that this show does is so fucking hilarious and just weird. Yeah, <clears throat> I was I was talking to somebody at work about it, and uh, I, it's somebody who was saying like they they I think they saw like the first episode and they're just like I can't do it. I was like, trust me, man, trust me. And I was like, I'm just gonna say some things completely out of context, and you you this is gonna hopefully get you to want to watch he's like all right what i was just like the d creator the <laughs> d creator who destroys the world it's just an eyeball in the sky and you know who goes up against them the recreator who's another <laughs> eyeball in the sky and they have a staring <clears throat> contest <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know i told him about that i was like there's a there's a giant rat that falls in love with a giant cockroach okay <laughs> Like I just told him, like just random facts throughout Butt the show. Butt cheeks that eat people. Exactly. I was just like, trust me. Like, <laughs> Yo, that, all these I things still happen. Can't get that one scene where, where the, the guy, guy just shoots himself. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He knew there was. It was no way to stop it. It was like the ultimate evil. Oh my god, that shit was so. He's like, no, no. Nah. <laughs> he just fucking shoots himself. Oh my god, that shit was so funny. Oh my god, such uh, a good show. Yeah, such a good show. But uh, yeah, so Batman: Death of the Family. <laughs> check it out. Go on uh, DC Universe. Go yeah. check this out. Come on, please. <laughs> uh, also, uh, do you do you you got more? Or you want me to jump to my uh, my Lord of the Rings? Um, well, I I just have some sad news. I don't know if you know about this. What's that? R.I.P. Regis Philbin. Yeah, I found out watching uh, Raw. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
Regis passed away. Uh, he was 88 a couple, like, earlier this week. Um, uh, if you're listening to this, that would be the prior week that you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was sad to see him go. It's, um, you know, he's been around for, you know, 88 years. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah he, i mean he's been he's been on tv for forever yeah um, i know um who wants to be a millionaire is yeah. you know it's funny i i was never the the biggest fan of that show but it's like that show uh was a moment in time you know yeah it's like if if you were alive you knew about that show yeah uh and he was a big part of that but then you have that you have the talk shows the reason why he was on raw was because he was um he did so much uh, with like WWE and WCW in the past. Like he had a lot of wrestlers on his talk shows. He popped up on the wrestling shows every once in a blue moon. Um, there's one famous uh, video I always liked where Bret Hart puts him in a sharpshooter. Damn. And, and then yeah, and then he's just like in pain. Bret Hart's like yanking on his legs and everything. And then afterwards, like yeah, it didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Regis. Yeah. Nah. Right, yeah, I'm done. Um, so yeah and then uh, moving on like I said uh, so Lord of the Rings we all know there's an Amazon show I feel like they mentioned this around the same time they started making the first movie Uh, and yeah so they announced that it's going to have um, three characters that we all know from the previous movies and books Sauron Galadriel and Elrond are reportedly going to be involved in the new Lord of the Rings Amazon series uh, is What's uh, Elrond the elf father? Yeah, Lord Elrond, the guy who runs Rivendell. Yeah, okay. And then you have Galadriel, who is, is that the, the chick? Yes, the other elf, the the one with the blonde hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so the uh, the glowy one. Yes. Okay. So they're all going to be involved, which is not at all surprising cuz I remember they reportedly said that the show was going to take place Is what's his name still alive? Who's this? Sauron? This is taking place before the movies. So uh, Sauron He's would be younger. would be in lo- would be alive. Yes. No, no, I meant the actor. <clears throat> Who was the actor that played Sauron? Oh, okay. I'm. I, th- I think I was confusing Sauron. Oh, and Saruman. Saruman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he he passed away. Oh yeah, I fa- I thought so. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. Okay. Also, All Count right. Tuku. Yes. Um. Yeah. No, he passed away. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, and I hate myself. For Sir it. something. No, I know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just typing up Count Dooku real quick. Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Christopher Lee. Yeah, sir, Christopher Lee. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, Sauron, the, the, the ring guy, um, yeah. before the rings. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, they said that the show was rumored to take place around, um, one of, uh, Aragorn's ancestors. So, it's another son of Isildur, who's gonna be running around doing ranger stuff. So, it makes so sense that these three characters Isildur are alive. Again? Isildur was the one who uh, took the ring from uh, Sauron. Remember, he cut he with a broken sword. He yeah. cut off the hand, and then he got the ring. So uh, Isildur was the one who uh, who originally the first man to have the ring, and Aragorn is his heir. That's why he was supposed to be the king of Gondor. Uh, okay, so so this is after the the um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm blanking. So this is after the. What after Isildur? Uh, no, is this I think, before Isildur. I'm sorry, I think I messed up when I said it. I I think it should take place before it because that, unless I'm mistaken, is considered the third age. Yeah. 
of uh, like the the whole mm-hmm. Middle Earth uh, universe or whatever. Um, and I think the show they was rumored to take place during the Second Age. Okay. Okay. So this okay. would be before Sauron. I think it would be Sauron's master. I forgot what his name was. Yes. 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 Uh, who the supposedly? Dark, yeah. The yeah, Dark. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. He was supposed to be like just <clears throat> it's just Darth Sidious, basically. Yeah. So yeah. The like the so the pretty much the the story of Sir Sir Million or whatever the that book. I forgot the Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion. Yeah. I don't know if the Cimmerillion takes place before that. Cimmerillion, I think, is more of an appendix, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought it explains a little bit more about Sauron's master and then, like, that stuff with the the lady and all this shit. It it might. I never read it, so personally, I, never I don't know. I read it either, but I read about um, it. Um, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I've read a lot about different, like, Lord of the Rings, like, facts here and there. And uh, I've read uh, The Hobbit, and I don't know if I ever finished The Children of Vern or Hurin or whatever it's called. But that's another one. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like something I'd be interested in. Uh, I'm obviously a fan of uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, movies, not so much the books. Yeah, those movies are fucking fantastic. Yeah. And you know what? I'm still okay with the Hobbit movies. Yeah, and, yeah, they're fine. I just Desolation of Smog was disappointing. Really? Yeah. No, I'm I'm not at all surprised about it. I'm surprised that that's the one you're complaining about. Because for years, your biggest thing was that you wanted your money back because there was only four armies in the <clears throat> Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> yeah, well, there was. <laughs> but, like, the Desolation of Smog was, like, supposed to be this big shit, and he dies in, like, the first ten minutes of the movie. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, it's like, where's the Desolation? What did he desolate? Well, he the argument... a little down? The, the argument at the time was, uh, was what he... Uh, desolated and it ended up being his desolation get it that was the desolation of smog okay. it was he it was him getting desolated but everybody thought it, it, it they were alluded to the fact that it was going to be him doing some desolating when in fact he got desolated and i love saying that <laughs> word <laughs> yeah but it was disappointing still bro like i don't know he right. should have been in there more whatever keep going not for nothing i'm gonna take a shot at you what do you expect it's a dragon it wasn't gonna be that entertaining I love dragons. It, it, I know. That's why I said I'm taking a shot at you. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not really a shot. <laughs> Just stating facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Um, it's, it's it's coming. It's out there. The Sauron, Galadriel, Elrond. They're going to be there. Yeah. going to be the three most serious for now. The, the second age Los Wise guys. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. It went downhill. <laughs> it really went downhill after after them, I guess. Well, before them was, was it Socrates, Socrates Aristotle, Plato? And Plato? Aristotle. Yeah. yeah. Then it became them. And then at some point it was us. I'm sure there was other <laughs> iterations before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, we're, we're from a long line of LWG, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get into your topic. <laughs> Um, I I did want to just do a quick thing about um, the uh, Avengers before I get oh, into right, the topic. Oh right, yes. Um, so there was a, another war table for the Marvel's Avengers game made by Square Enix on Eidos Montreal, and uh, it it was a really good presentation. Um, uh, you did you get a chance to see en- enough of it, Aslam? I know you're watching. Yeah, I saw it a little bit of it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, they they pretty much just talked about what's going to be going on with their beta. And uh, it's a lot. Like, just for a beta, they're going to have so much uh, 
they have what they're considering to be story content, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, you have that. You have different like um, war rooms or, or hurt rooms or hurt lockers or whatever they called it, <laughs> where, where uh, you do training basically, and then oh, right, you go yes. in the fields. Uh, there, you're going to be the playable characters are going to be um, Kamala Khan, which is Miss Marvel, Iron Man, Hulk, and who am I missing? Or is that it? No, I think it's just those four: Kamala Khan, Iron Man, Hulk. No, no, there's one more. Who's the other person? Who, who am I missing? Black Widow. Black Widow. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have uh, those characters. And uh, they also announced that the first um, DLC character after the game is launched uh, is going to be Hawkeye, which okay. uh, I guess people were, were really wanting. Um, but, no, the game looked great. The presentation overall looked amazing. Um, it, I, th- I think it, it might have been the best presentation uh, we've seen this summer. Uh, in terms of uh, different games that we've seen with the Summer Game Fest and Mess and LWG3 and everything else you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it seems like something I'd want to check out. I might check out the beta when it's when it turns into an open beta. Uh, it's something I might look into. Yeah, so this is something like, uh, I guess you can say a better version of DC Universe. Or what? Or something that DC this, Universe. This tried. is this is straight up Destiny, just with the Marvel characters. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, just I was comparing it to another superhero game like it. Um, yeah. Nah. The DC Universe is more like a World of Warcraft, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. True. It's it's yeah. like an MMO. That one. This one is is a games as a service. Uh, which I essentially they're kind of similar, but um. Yeah. It's it even uses the same font as like Destiny in their in their UI and stuff, but uh. It, it looks cool. It's a lot of customizable stuff. You go in there. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty interesting was that you get to work on your different characters. So let's say if your main is uh, Hulk, you focus on using Hulk all the time. But you, since you're unlocking uh, unlockables for Iron Man and Miss Marvel and all of them, yeah. when you go out into a mission, the, it's your specific Iron Man that you're working on that goes out and joins you. It's not just a regular computer iron man it's the one that you've been building and you've been working on oh so it has all the upgrades you put in it It exactly and and it um it also upgrades as you're as it's playing with you so you don't have to worry about okay let me do this mission like five different times so i could get each one of my guys stats up yeah you do it the one time and all your character stats start going up which i also think is a great great thing because uh, i don't think you could use the same characters like let's say we were to go play in a game and we both wanted to be miss marvel uh we both couldn't do it so mm-hmm. it's like okay i guess i'll use i don't know iron man but i don't have to worry about my iron man sucking because his stats have been going up every time i play anyway yeah yeah, yeah. so i feel like that's that's a pretty cool um like ease of life uh that's not a term i just made it up uh factor that uh you know goes into it yeah yeah i get it um yeah, it it looked interesting. Like we were talking about how <clears throat> the the characters were moving around and stuff. Hulk was jumping around like uh like a gorilla, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I thought was funny. Iron Man looked decent. He was, you know, flying, shooting, you know, doing some Iron Man shit. Thor looked stupid. Um well, that's they went out of their way to not even show Thor in this video. Yeah, cuz they're probably redoing him. Which I think is hilarious because the first one they showed was like, we're going to show you how Thor plays and we're going to focus on Thor. And then everybody complained about how the game looked bad, this, that, and the other. And Marvel was just like, oh, man, they really hated Thor. 
In reality, no, we hated the entire presentation. But they <laughs> thought that we hated Thor. So they're just like, Beta's coming. We're going to give him everything. Not Thor, though. Let's keep, don't give him <laughs> Thor. They hated him. <laughs> but yeah, hey, it worked. It, it, yeah, it, that shit sucked like his movies. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, that's Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, so they made it sound like their single campaign stories were going to be like good or interesting and stuff like that. And, um, I, I always get fooled by that because <clears throat> I think we had this conversation with another game or one of the other games when yeah, we were watching Xbox. Um, uh, I think it was the, uh, what is it, uh, Watch Dogs Legion when, mm. that I thought was going to be interesting with like the stories and the different characters yeah. and then you guys kind of like broke it down for me and you were yeah. like, nah. They use the right buzzwords. That's the thing. Like They do. They, they, hey, man, they do is... a real good job of promoting it. Oh yes, yes, you they know? definitely do. And um, I hey, you, you get me every single time. So good for you. Yeah. This you you get the stupid ones like me. Um, hey, you never know. I mean, not for nothing. Go out there, try it. Um, you know, you you never know. Your mind. I'm not talking to you specifically, Islam. Islam, you don't do this. But uh, <laughs> no, no, just, no. But seriously though, uh, even, even you, I guess. Uh, go out there. You try. Like you might. Who knows? You might see Watchdogs, and you might think it's amazing. And go for it, you know. Uh, it's still something I I want to try, but I don't know if I'm going to, you know. Listen, if Watch Dogs is on Game Pass, I'll try it. I don't see that happening. Okay, so we'll see. Because yeah. I don't think I'm gonna pay. <laughs> you have a better chance bucks. of that going with games with gold or PlayStation Plus. I could see that. Okay, that's fine. As long as I get yeah. it for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the guy who said he's willing to just give up fifteen months, uh, fifteen bucks a month, just all the time. Yeah, but no. fifteen bucks a month for that type of game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. That's all I got with Marvel. Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> uh, listen. I think if Marvel's Avengers, what? No, I'm just sorry. I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I feel like we're on a podcast. People are listening, and you have to go out of your way to say listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, listen. Like, it's like they were they were about to stop the podcast. They're about, oh, no, let I'm me pause it right you. here. You're like, no, listen. I'm listening. I have headphones on. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a figure of speech. It's not literal. Um, hey, hey, you. <laughs> yo, stop doing what you're doing and pay attention, motherfucker shit you do you want a motherfucker award bad motherfucker award <laughs> i was drinking water man <laughs> um shit i forgot what i was gonna say fucking asshole you're you telling me to listen yeah i'm listening I, f- I forgot what i was gonna tell you <laughs> we're, we're talking about afterwards. marvel's avengers um oh right was, right right, yeah. right okay, okay. i think so so with agents of shield they had some pretty cheesy storylines. Yeah. But I think some of those storylines could work in like a video game. Okay. Like they had one where they were like kind of jumping through time and um, uh, they were rescuing some inhumans and shit. And I think like if they put some of those elements into like a story like that into Avengers, like when you're going out to do these missions, mm-hmm. I think it could be interesting. I think it could make it possibly interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
that's that's essentially what it is. Uh, they're gonna come up with different <clears throat> ideas for missions. And you're just gonna go out there and you're gonna do them. Like that's that's really at the end of the day, that's what the game is. Yeah. Um, Literally, Avengers Assemble. You know. Yeah. Well, they're using hashtag reassemble. Because, reassemble. Because of the whole um, the thing that happened uh, on the uh, San Francisco Bridge and what? Captain America dying. Oh, oh, he. Oh, they showed that. Yeah, this oh yeah, you never saw it. Uh, it was the first trailer they ever showed for the game. It's it's called A Day where this uh organization or bad guys group a group of bad guys whatever came out and they uh went up against the Avengers and they killed Cap. Oh, that's great. I know. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh the Avengers disassembled, which I thought was even better. Oh, and man. uh okay. and the whole base of the game is supposed to be Miss Marvel, who's like this big fangirl of the avengers is trying to bring them back together and she's reassembling the avengers so miss marvel is different than captain marvel yes this is kamala khan uh miss marvel uh she's the one who ha- who grows her hands that's that's, that's why i'm a fan of dc comics i still <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, both <laughs> um so she has like one like 10 no she she can I think she can grow too cuz they showed it in this in this gameplay like she can get big but it's like every time I've seen it in a comic or whatever it's like oh look she's got a big hand Yeah oh, the, her five her high fives are going to hurt <laughs> Oh god all right let's move on then <laughs> This game is getting more depressing by the second The, the game <laughs> seems interesting it's Marvel's characters man Spider-Man and the X-Men that's all you need screw everything else yeah. Um, all right. So what my my main topic was um, I'm tired. That's not. <laughs> I know you are. I, I'm tired, and a, a lot of uh, gamers are tired. And we're tired because there was no E3 this year, and because there was no E3 this year, everyone's like, okay, we we still need to get our video game news out there, but instead of doing it for one week, we're gonna spread it out over the summer. Yeah. And it's still going. <clears throat> yep. It's still going. Well, the summer's not over, Dan. Still and I, another month. The summer never ends. I saw it never ends. Well, for you, it doesn't because, you know, something's wrong with your thyroid gland. But, you know. You're a thyroid gland. And <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming out with this different, just every day, it seems like there's something to talk about. The problem with this is... With E3 going into it, you you know which conferences to look at, which ones to expect big news from, and which ones, yeah, maybe I could skip, I could watch it the next day, I don't have to watch it live, stuff like that. But with E3 out of the picture, we don't know what's going on. There's no precedent for what's happening, and we're just going out there and just like, oh man, here's a big game reveal today. We don't know what the game's going to be, but let's see. And then it ends up being something... Stupid. Yeah, and it's like, well... We didn't know if we should have covered this or not. We didn't know if we should have talked about it. We had to waste our time. Some of us have to work nights. Some of us don't get any sleep during the day. And they had to wake up in the middle of their sleep just to watch a video for a game that they don't care about and aren't even going to talk about on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this happened today. (laughs) Not today, but it's happened so many other times. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, like Jeff Keighley, why do you keep promoting everything? But that man has a job. He's trying to make money, and he gives us the game award. So thank you, Jeff Keighley. <laughs> but that, that's the thing, man. It's like, I, I mean, you never, you sort of followed E3 because of the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but now that you're more into gaming now, I'd say than you've ever been, right? Mm -hmm. Do you do you feel like there's uh from your perspective? Do you feel like there's like just too much? Like there's too much of an abundance of like? Yeah, of course. I ask you all the time. Is like, hey, is there something I need to concentrate on? Because like yeah. I'm working, like I'm yeah. like I can't be looking at this shit like all day, mm -hmm. and and once I'm done with work, I kind of just want to get into like Ghost or whatever game I'm playing at the time. So it's just like I. I I go to you for like guidance on mm -hmm. what I should be like concentrating on. And then usually like, Hey, there's yeah. this big thing. There's that big thing. And yeah. then when we talk later on, you're like, yeah, there was this bunch of other shit that I kind of looked at, but it wasn't really important. Yeah. Nothing major. Yeah. So in, in, in the sense of organization, <clears throat> E3 was perfect. Yes. Right. But, uh, because of corona and didn't happen all these like studios obviously they're not going to talk to each other to like and there's it's not like e3 was like all right we're going to do an e3 online only and mm -hmm. we're going to like coordinate with all the studios which was which is what they should have done right which is what keely's trying to do that was his attempt yeah yeah with summer game fest and yeah. um but like it's not like but he can't be like okay well xbox is doing it on this day can you do it on this day like he doesn't do that right he's just like getting the sure. information from them and, and he's just and he's trying just to organize it out it. to the people yeah and he's trying to organize it on his website with a calendar and all yeah. the videos and stuff like that that's that's the best yeah. that he's been able to do and that's the, and the the biggest problem is so they they i mean you don't think of it this way, but in a sense, I don't know if they necessarily talk, but they kind of announce yeah. things like they, there's, there's, you know how there's always a rumor that something's coming out. There's a reason that these rumors are always coming out. Like there's a rumor that PlayStation is going to have something on August 6th, right? So Xbox looks at that. They're like, okay, we're not going to touch that date. Yeah. So yeah. that, you know, that's like kind of going out there. So they know not to overlap, but at the same time, it's um, going back to Keeley's thing. So you have Keeley who's just giving out whatever's going on. IGN's doing it too. Mm -hmm. GameSpot's doing it too. Yeah. There's other platforms that are doing it. And it's kind of just like everybody has, everybody's sort of talking about the same stuff, and, but different days. Especially when you look at IGN stuff and GameSpot stuff, they do something every day. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is with them is uh, every once in a while, it's something that's worth paying attention to. For the most part, you can really skip almost everything because yeah. it's like, Here's a developer is coming to talk about this one little game that's, you know, it's it's coming out like in a day, but it's really nothing major going on. It's like, okay, I could skip this one. This doesn't really matter. And then that same person, they were just on IGN. They're going to be on GameSpot the next day. And I get it. They, they're trying to hustle. They're trying to get their game out there and all the power to them. But it's kind of just like with E3, we, you had everything bundled together and it was perfect. Even the ones that weren't officially part of E3, like EA, mm -hmm. you, you knew what to expect on EA. You knew the date. You know what time it was going to be from, how long it was going to be. Boom, you could set your time aside. Let's do EA. Let's do Bethesda. Let's do Ubisoft. So it was great. Yeah. And I miss it so much. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely miss the organizational aspect of it, right? We're still yes. getting the same information. It's just like, so even like with like PlayStation and Xbox, instead of just showing everything they had on that one day, they're breaking it into like multiple days, multiple days throughout a three months period. Yeah. And then it's like, it gets confusing. You forget shit. They have to reiterate stuff mm -hmm. instead of consolidating everything they want to show, say it on E3. And then maybe like later on before they would release the console or stuff, they would release one or two other minor things yeah and then like a that would state be of play it, right? or something like that <clears throat> yeah 
but now it's just like everything's all over the place like there's so many goddamn rumors you don't know mm-hmm. like what to follow and then like you don't want to be late and because like we're, again we're doing the podcast we're trying to cover things as much as possible yeah. and then on top of that for us specifically <clears throat> we're trying to we're not doing every single story obviously yeah, of course we're, we're doing God, no. we're doing what's we feel the most important yeah well what's important to us well difficulty uh corona times this is what happens. Yeah. This is what happens. <laughs> so, like I was saying, uh, so we've been checking out everything. Uh, once again, we're not talking about everything that's happening. We're talking about not only what's important to us, but what's big in the video game industry and the video game world. And it's just a lot, man. It's just a lot. And I, I kind of feel like I, I would love for E3 to come back, um, even if it has to be an online-only thing. I'm, I think that could work. But even if it doesn't, if they had either a, a, a Keeley or somebody else, the ESA, the people who organize E3, <clears throat> just anyone who would sit down with all these different developers and studios and be like, listen, you want to show off your stuff, I can have it all organized for you right here, and I'm going to branch it out, I'm going to show it to the people what they need, you know, I'm going to show the people what they need. And that could be done over, I feel like it could be done over a summer if it's organized correctly. Oh and, yes, and we're just we didn't do it because the world changed. You know, I think it. I think it might be better to spread it over the summer and just like that week or mm-hmm. the three or four days that it was done for E three. Yeah, because then it's just like you you had to watch like like maybe two or three big studios in the same day, mm-hmm. and then it was just like information overload, and then you were trying to talk. But like if you spread it out throughout like the. Like let's say they, before, like they re- like in May, mm-hmm. they organize everything. They release the schedule at the beginning yeah. of like at the end of May, yeah. of like hey, in the next three months, these are the days that we're gonna release things. This is mm-hmm. who it's gonna be, and maybe they have like a couple of days like blacked out for TBD. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like everything gets organized. Like, mm-hmm. hey, studios, this is where you when you're gonna go, and maybe the studios are kind of like vying for the better spots mm-hmm. and whatnot. But <clears throat> it's just completely organized, and then that's just better for us. It it, it helps us mm-hmm. fit our schedule. Yeah, fit, fit them in our schedule because mm-hmm. then all right, I know in in like three months, like mm-hmm. this, like or I'm sorry, I know in like three weeks. I'm going to want to watch this thing. It's going to be in the middle of the day. Yep. I can plan for it so I can yep. watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but this, like, last-minute shit is kind of, yeah. like, fucking... This is kind of just, like... You don't know how disappointed I was when I saw anything, really. When Like, for example, this this newest Xbox one, and they were just like, <clears throat> all right, and we've got more to show you. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, yeah, just yeah. give us all the info, you know. It's like, and PlayStation did it too. We we're gonna have more for you coming up. Ubisoft said the same thing. Yep. This is the first Ubisoft forward. Like, Jesus Christ, there's more. Like, I don't know. And and it, and it could work. And I, it's funny because I feel like most people agree with what you're saying. Where um, you do. It's nice to have it spread out. Uh, so you don't have like information overload, mm-hmm. uh, which is the perfect way of saying it. I'm on the other aspect of it where, I remember. For me, and this is my own personal circumstance, and everybody's different. I I knew when E three week was, I would take off from work. Yeah, and I was prepared the day. It's like I loved it when there was three conferences in one day. I loved that, and I understand not everybody could do that. Not everybody could take off for work, or if it's during a 
you know, if if, if you're busy doing anything, really, uh, you, you can't sit there all day and just watch random video game news. You know, it's not for everybody. But um, like I said, for me personally, I liked having it condensed to one week where it was like this. And then you come out and there was like all these you would hit all the major stories. And I felt like the biggest thing is there was the comparison. Yeah. You could see like there was always the OK, what did PlayStation do versus what Xbox did? What did uh, and, and then you have uh, between Bethesda, EA, um, Ubisoft, and uh, whoever else? Like they, I mean, Square we Enix. still have the we still compare and contrast, right? Like the, yeah, the different but, shows. But the problem is how I cannot, for the life of me, remember what we saw just last week for so, Xbox. So maybe like over the whole summer is a little too much. Maybe mm. just over in the span of instead of it like. How about just like a week and a half, two weeks where it's just like one conference per day instead of like three conferences a day, right? No, it's just yeah, like one yeah, conference that's one or, per day. Yeah, that's just, doable too. You know, it's just like, just make it like that, mm-hmm. but like spread it out. And then just that way, it's just like watching three conferences a day. It's just like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's just, this yeah. This is making me actually go and watch them, right? And mm-hmm. and I'm getting a little bit more into gaming, yeah. so I'm going to watch these things. But because they're so spread out, I'm not like, it doesn't feel obligatory. It's just like, okay, th- so I watched this, right, mm-hmm. a week or two gone by. Oh, it's something, uh, something else interesting yeah. coming. Okay, now I want to watch this, right? Yeah. If it's like three hour and a half, two hour long conferences... It's rough. Back to back. Yeah. Listen, I I don't care what the fuck you're giving me. You're you're no Lord of the Rings. I'm not watching yeah. you back to back. Yeah. It, and that's the thing. It's like they're never going to be able to please everybody, just like no one can. Yeah. Um, of course. I, me on the other hand, like I said, uh, I loved it. Like when we, one of the first times we ever covered the E3 stuff, and I think it was, um, you were doing Ramadan, mm-hmm. so you weren't able to be there, and. Yeah. Uh, I remember we were covering it, and we did every after every single conference yep. we we put up an episode. Yeah. So we would we did a pre-show, we would watch it, and then we put up an episode immediately after. So we got our initial reactions and everything. And I remember uh, it was it was rough, it was hard, and I loved it to be honest with you because it was just like, all right, you got our first takes on everything. Um, and it's it's weird because it's like I feel like that's more of a interesting reaction, uh, at least if you're gonna listen to somebody talk about what happened. Um, I I because I mean it makes more sense to, I guess it makes more sense to have somebody who watched it, they can like think about what they saw and then we talk about it afterward, which is cool. But I I always prefer hearing that initial reaction. Like I I would have preferred if we watched the Xbox thing and then immediately after we were like, okay, this is how we feel. Yeah. Cause then it's like, I walked away from it. Initially, I think I was upset. And then afterward I thought about it. I was like, okay, I get what they're trying to do. So I'm not really upset anymore. Yeah. And then I was just like, yeah, but it's like, why was I upset? And then I have to think back to why that was. And you know, I, I, and I don't know, to me, it was more enjoyable watching it all bunched together and doing everything right then and there but you're right that's i'm crazy uh most people would it's, uh, it's your preference you you yeah. want you prefer your initial gut reaction your yeah. it's 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 good and then like later on we can go back to it yeah um yeah i i did enjoy those those first times because you guys would do like you said the pre and post mm-hmm. so the pre you guys would say your um, what predictions. we think is gonna happen yeah and then post is like talk about what happened and how yeah different or 
accurate your predictions were mm-hmm. um so yeah that was definitely um that was definitely good yeah but you know hey shit shit happens and we gotta evolve with the times. oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and uh that's why i'm just curious to see uh for next year what what's it gonna be so, is the so ESA what do you gonna think? come back what um, do you think see i think e3 is gonna come back and i think they're gonna do half and half that makes sense right they're gonna have live stuff mm-hmm. so for like demos and stuff and people to go in and play mm-hmm. and then they're gonna do like the conferences all is gonna be like online mm-hmm. i mean i think it's sort of like that i think it's gonna be i think the terminology for e3 is done like e yeah. electronic <clears throat> entertainment expo i think it might fini- be finished mm-hmm. but the people who run it the esa yeah i think they're gonna come up with something new yeah and i i think that maybe i could see like a two-week thing like you're saying mm-hmm. um but i still think it's gonna be all digital yeah um and my my reason for that is is i don't want to sound pessimistic any a year from now corona ain't gonna be fixed so okay. I don't think that they're going to have people going out into things like that. They shouldn't, but hey, hopefully I'm wrong and everybody can go out and do whatever and everybody's okay. But uh, I don't see that happening. So I, I think they're going to be doing stuff digitally and just do it like that. Just It's not going to be E3 anymore and they themselves are going to run it because they know what to do. You know, they've done it before. But uh, the actual, like, expo part of it, where people go around, they play the games, they meet the people, I think that might be done at least for now. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Well, you got to also, let's also talk about, like, last year, PlayStation wasn't part of E3, right? Mm -hmm. They still had their digital, like, conference or whatever, but they weren't part of E3. You talked about EA not being a part of Mm -hmm. E3. So maybe E3 tries to come back. But then none of these comp these companies are going to be like, why we already did it without you this year? Yeah. Why do we need you? Yeah, it's true. At <clears> the end <throat> of the day, nobody needs them. Yeah. But with this year proved more than anything, they don't necessarily need them, but they need to be organized. Like, yes. They need one overall, like one over one person that's overseeing everything, mm-hmm. deciding who goes where. Yes. You know, like that is something that is needed. Organization. Yeah, they is can put up these. Needed. Yeah, they could put up these videos whenever they want and get yeah. their info out. It doesn't even have to be during the summer. They can yeah. just do it whenever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, for it to be organized, yeah. they need somebody to who's not affiliated with any of these companies, which is the ESA. Um, or, like I said, if, if Keeley can pull it off, or IGN or GameSpot or whoever, if they could pull this off, and they're like, okay, we're going to organize this. But, so then this kind of like you now it's kind of like, what if Keeley does his own? What if IGN does their own? And exactly. like stuff like that. And that's then you why have like, like three different ones. And that's where we're at now. That's why, uh, that's why they need but to like all agree But like next year, on... it's like you have three official ones. Let's say in June, it's Keeley's, right? And all three of the, all everybody has to come up with something, right? Mm-hmm. And then July, IGN is hosting something. And then in August, um, GameSpot is, ho- or the ESA is doing something. And then... I mean, at that point, I feel like we're just recreating what we're doing now. It, you're spreading something out over a multiple months, and mm-hmm. you're reiterating information that we're yeah. already... But at least this had. time is going to be more organized, right? Yeah, but then you have to imagine, if, let's say you're going to have one in june one july one august right mm-hmm. 
then you're going to have an Xbox in June, an Xbox in July, Xbox in August. Do we really need three Xbox conferences? No. You know what I'm saying? But and that's we're what they're giving it. us now. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that. <clears throat> I want one major one. Yeah. And that's 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 what I that's why I feel like the ESA is the best. See, so have I, them do it. I kind of, hmm, I don't know if I want like one major one. Like I I don't mind a short one that kind of like shows off like the hardware, the UI, a little mm-hmm. bit of games, and then one that's just about games. So mm-hmm. like a minimum, let's say two, like max, right? You separate. So one just focuses on games. I don't care about your what the xbox looks like what the playstation looks like i don't care about all that your hardware just show me the games that are coming out show me some gameplay and we're good and then you have another one where it's like hey this is our beautiful machine this is our beautiful obelisk that you pray to and then this is like what's inside this is what is going to offer yes but here's some ui and but think about that that's because these new consoles are coming out next year the consoles are already yeah out. it's just going to be all games so we don't you know you wouldn't need that that's true so it's like you would just need the one event and you're good yeah yeah you're right you're right when you write you write yep when you write yep. you're right listen what do you guys think <laughs> all right do we do is e3 gonna come back do we need an e3 let us know any final thoughts dan um it's hard it's <laughs> it's hard being a gamer this year and following everything yeah and, and doing a podcast talking about the major things and it's hard yeah i feel you <laughs> um yeah so thank you for listening have a great week <laughs>